Hello Foth Witchcraft Shop Patrons. So there's a lot of exciting things going on at the moment. I know quite a lot of you are working on some slightly more unusual spells or I should say some slightly unusual approaches to your magic. The sort of things that you're not finding in the books. I'm really 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 proud of some of you guys because obviously I know that some of you were coming from the perspective of thinking that the way you make a spell more powerful is to just add more and more ingredients and stuff like that whereas a lot of you are starting to think of well I suppose quite sly uh, ways of uh, getting energy for your spells instead of bringing it yourself or adding your kind of stereotypical um, energy sources or latching onto energy sources. I think there's a certain someone, in fact, that started doing some parasitic type work. So well done. Um, it's definitely nice to see. It's refreshing, considering all of the kind of usual crap that you see online. I'm glad that the people in our kind of little witchcraft live group, No Holds Barred group, and the Patreon people, I'm glad people are kind of taking a more unique approach to spellcasting instead of just copying. So today, I kind of want to talk about advanced magic to a certain extent. More specifically, I think, advanced magical practitioners, because there's been a number of questions about this, even on some of our feisty witches type shows with regards to advanced practitioners, who they are and what they get up to. And you know, the sorts of magic that you would define as advanced. And I think that people are getting a little bit confused because a lot of people are thinking it's kind of like power and power levels. And that's, that is kind of true, but it's not really so much that. Now, advanced practitioners, they work in a different world to the usual everyday witch or the everyday magical practitioner. And and here's the difference. When you get your everyday witch, they're normally fairly self-absorbed. They do come pre-programmed with the kind of idea, and I know that this comes from culture, that humans and this place that we live in, this physical world, is kind of like the center of the universe. People particularly from religious backgrounds, often think, you know, you can kind of go by the Abrahamic stereotypically, but they think, well, humans are super important. This physical world, all of these angels and demons and spirits and like, they're always trying to impact this physical world because this is what where all the good stuff's going on. When actually, no, not really, when you start to delve into more advanced practice is when you're delving outside of this quaint little universe we find ourselves in. Now, what you need to think about, because I'm going to try and give a couple of super simple examples to see how this kind of works out. Humans are ants. This physical world is an ant hill. The ant hill is in a park, the park being the universe. So our little ecosystem, this planet, is an ant hill. We're ants, 
and we're in a park. Now in that park, there's quite a lot of other things there. There's other animals, but there's also super powerful things that the ants can't even begin to understand. You know, a lot of people think, well, the other animals that are in the park, they're super powerful. And compared to the ants, very often they are. What the ants really tend to latch on to, though, is what they consider to be supreme beings and gods. What they see is they see the landscape gardeners that go and maintain everything. Huge big trees they have the power to completely cut down. They have the power past all of the other animals and that, the groundskeepers, they have the power to completely reshape the landscape of the entire universe. A lot of people, a lot of ants, look up at these green groundskeepers, um, landscape gardeners, or we'll just call gods, and they think that they're super powerful. And they are compared to the ants, but they also are just doing a job. Remember, the landscape gardener is controlled and paid by the local authority. What local authority is that? Well, who owns the park? If the park is owned by the local parish council or community council or local government, we'll say local government, there's all sorts of bureaucrats and that, that the ants can't even begin to understand. I mean, they look up at this gaudy, massive thing, and they kind of see the changes to their landscape. Maybe they can kind of almost comprehend that god or that landscape gardener, but they can't really even comprehend that. So getting them to comprehend what's going on in a council district building, local government building, where people are meeting and voting to decide what they want to do in the local park and whether they want to, to demolish it and build a block of flats with cafes and shops on the ground floor, the ants can't even begin to understand that. The ants are very much in their ant hill. Sometimes these ants, they manage to wander out of the anthill and they go about collecting and exploring and they, they wander about in the park and they think, wow, I've escaped this mundane world that all the other ants are trapped in. This anthill, there's so much more. The more I go, the further out I see more and more things. What the hell is this great abyss, this pond? Can I go across it? I can't swim in it. What can I do? Well, you need to think of an advanced magical practitioner. Not so much as an ant at this point. Because when it comes to the advanced magical practitioner, you're talking about someone that is interfering on the level outside of that park. The politics of the gods is what I kind of want to talk about now. Because... The further up the tree you go, and the more knowledge and power you acquire, a lot of people would call it ascension, but essentially going from the foundation level to the intermediate or advanced level, what you're starting to think about is you're starting to think about great things with huge amounts of power that are kept in check by other things with huge amounts of power. 
Now, the landscape gardeners do the work, and, you know, whether you decide to think of them as lesser gods, or maybe angels, or anything like that, it will very much depend on what you're kind of seeing from your perspective of how you kind of think about this sort of thing. But if we're going to use the kind of ants and, and park mentality, you're talking about an ant ascending and becoming more and more and more powerful and I suppose clued in to the point that not only are they aware of what the landscape gardener actually is, what it does, but they're also aware of what the park is. And they're also aware that that park is in the middle of a city and that that city is run by a local government and that that local government is part of a greater government, a country. And that that city is just one city in that country. And that that city in that country obviously reports to a greater government that runs that country. And then that country, well, there are other countries, of course, it gets infinitely more and more and more complicated. Now, the ant can barely comprehend the ant hill. When you comprehend the ant hill, and you're dabbling with the park and messing about with the park and creating change in the park, this physical universe. And then you get past that and you're starting to dabble with local government and changing the park and what's outside of the park. So changing this universe and what's outside of this universe. You now reached an intermediate level. In advanced level, you're talking quite far up the tree. This is where politics comes in. Because an ant is capable of quite a lot. They're capable of reshaping quite a lot within that anthill. A landscape gardener is capable of doing a lot within that park. But really, if you want true power, you've got to start interacting on the level of the politicians. Because as the politicians or the people that run the company, upper management, whatever you would call it, them upstairs, who report to others upstairs, who report to something else upstairs, it goes up further and further and further. The more of an understanding you have of the structure, and essentially here's the, the main crux of the matter, Weaving yourself into that structure, that's really what advanced magic is. Because at this stage, you're dealing with some super amazingly huge, powerful things. And a lot of people will say, well, there's a one supreme being that oversees all of it. Well, who is that that supreme being? Is it the person that chairs the parks and recreation board that's part of local government? Well, that chairman and that entire committee is essentially answerable to the local county council. So is it the local county council that's the supreme deity, the chairman of that? Well, that's comprised of a board, a board of councillors. 
So is it really them? And they also report to someone else, something else, you know? It gets very, 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 very complicated. Now, in most religions, because religions are for people, well, they're for ant people, so they're for ants. Religion, most of the time, if you go really far back, and I'm not talking about co-opted religion or religions that have been created to keep people on the in the dark but nice religions that are designed to help people ascend and to help people guide and push themselves further down the rabbit hole those religions are designed to have dogma and structure for the simple reason that they help you navigate the dangerous rocky road that is all of these things that you cannot comprehend. The religion of the ant might bow down and worship the greenskeeper because they know that it might have taken loads and loads of ants a very long time to create that ant hill. When the landscape gardener or greenskeeper can just wipe that whole ant hill away very quickly and very easily. So, how do you think about the structure? What levels do you interact with? Because if the park is the universe, that's fair enough. If you're interfering with the universe, then you're interfering with an awful lot of things. What are the they? The Fae don't necessarily live in the park because they come from a similar-ish universe, but they are visit and it cause trouble. What are the Fae? Are the Fae birds that swoop in from some other dimension that we can't see because we don't understand flight? What are angels? Are the angels the landscape gardeners, or are the angels the landscape gardeners' dogs that they bring along? This is all things that you need to ask constantly. You need to reassess and restructure your understanding and then push past it. If you are a little ant, and you go against the grain and decide to leave the anthill and explore further, you might find something that's so far out of your understanding that it's just so bizarre you don't know where to begin. That ant that is in that anthill, what a lot of people don't understand is that anthill is on a little folly island in the middle of a lake. That great lake isn't really such a great lake when you think about it. It's just a lake in one park, in one city, in one country. That lake's an abyss. A lot of people, foundational, magical practice, aim to cross the lake 
and they think when they cross the lake, it's somehow a big deal. But it's not, because they're still in the park. They haven't even gone past the boundaries of the park. So that one's one to mull over. Now, I've attached a little video, okay, it's a YouTube video to this, because in terms of what advanced witches do, and their day-to-day -day kind of shenanigans, we'll call it, it's a lot more similar to this video that I'm going to put on. Now, advanced witches, they get involved with the politics of not just the universe, but way outside of that. They're interacting on the level and essentially manipulating and messing about with the structure outside of that park, which in this instance we're calling politics because politics of the gods is essentially what it is. You've got hugely powerful things that the ants can't begin to imagine that not only are you meeting with and dealing with, but you need to understand that they're all individual characters, all of these energy fields, things, currents. Most of the ones that you interact with are the different types of employees that work for the county council, the landscape gardeners that maintain the structure of the park, the person that comes along and empties the dog poo bin. A lot of these are what you call gods. Most of them minor gods, some of them what would mainly be called greater gods. But of course they're all answerable to other things. Now, now if you want to know what it's like to be an advanced witch, of course, I'm not admitting to be an advanced witch at all. But if you want to know what it's like to be an advanced witch, watch the video that I've attached. And think about the characters in this video, because it's a video of Hanford Parish Council meeting to discuss things. And the ants wouldn't even begin to understand that this is the type of thing that goes on at the higher levels. I know I'm putting, oversimplifying it, but let's be fair, the only way to discuss super complicated topics and super high level occultism is to ridiculously simplify it. So, if the Hanford PC clerk, or the chairman, is Yahweh, and Alad's iPad are the angels, and I think you'll see Michael in there somewhere. Does that mean John Smith is Jesus? And most importantly, who the fuck would Jackie Weaver be? So go ahead and watch that video. And think about, not the characters there as being the people that they are. But think about what they are. 
if they're not actually parish councillors in a parish council meeting, imagine they are the people that are in charge of or the things that are in charge of this physical universe and not just this physical universe of course all of the parks and the city this is what advanced witches have to deal with so i'm going to leave it at that go away and watch the video it's quite amusing but the difference really is that when you start off with magic and witchcraft, no one gives a shit at a high level. The parish councillors don't even notice that you've made your anthill. They don't notice if you've expanded it. They don't notice if you're taking it apart. Quite frankly, they don't really give a shit most of the time. The landscapers may notice but only if you're causing a huge amount of problems. Your everyday witch and an intermediate magical practitioner can do a hell of a lot and go completely unnoticed. However, when you do get past a certain level, you will have to inevitably deal with that parish council or that local government, or in other ways, the bosses of the gods. So there we go. I'm going to leave it at that because this was a little bit in-depth, but I do want to say, obviously, that these ramblings are quite literally ramblings, and they're not very well thought out. Neither are they edited. So I've just said a load of stuff, and I can't even remember what I said, but it did make me think given that people have been asking about advanced witchcraft lately and advanced witches and that, that they're wanting to meet up and be connected with advanced witches. I've been finding people that have been saying, could you put me in touch with an advanced witch, blah, 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 blah. Think about what you're asking now. <laughs> Go and watch that video <laughs> and see if you actually want to be put in touch with an advanced witch or whether you'd prefer to just carry on messing about with your anthill on your island in your park because let's be fair as a human most of the time it's just more fun to play in the park <laughs> so there we go goodbye for now